Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish, a collection of Michael's favorite interviews with authors from the last 30 years through today, on the air, on radio. What sets my book club apart is that I actually read the books. Book Club is now in session. Hey gang, today at Smirkanish.com and in this morning's newsletter, we linked to a Politico excerpt from Brian Stelter's brand new book. It's called Network of Lies, the epic saga of Fox News, Donald Trump, and the battle for American democracy. You know Brian's work. He's the New York Times bestselling author now of three books. Previously, he was media reporter at the New York Times and anchor of CNN's Reliable Sources, among many other achievements. This is Brian Stelter. Hey, Brian, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much for writing the book and your willingness to discuss it. So good to be here. Thank you. So my first reaction was in learning from you that less than an hour after projecting that Donald Trump was the winner, you've got the Murdochs, Lachlan and Rupert, knee deep in helping an editorial that will then get published at the New York Post. And I had two reactions and I thought, (laughs) A, they are really hands on and B, like this was the company mantra. This was their means of putting out the storyline they wanted adopted. That's right. And in this editorial, which Rupert Murdoch personally copy edits on Saturday, November 7th, 2020, the editorial says, get Rudy Giuliani off TV. Go ahead and end your presidency with dignity. This is a direct letter to Donald Trump saying, 
Don't go down the direction of election lies. Don't claim you won when you lost. Give it up and be a, be a man about it. And so this editorial comes out, and within Fox News, it gets emailed around, it gets shared. And yet, Maria Bartiromo at Fox the very next day starts to indulge Trump's election lie instead and gives him a new story, a story that he's the victim of a conspiracy by Dominion. But I thought it wasn't so incredible that there they are, the Murdochs are basically writing these emails back and forth, giving their view of what should happen. And, Michael, my conclusion was, Rupert and Lachlan are very involved, very hands-on when they want to be. But then, whenever it's not convenient, they just pretend to be totally hands-off. All I know about Rupert Murdoch is what I read about him through sources like you and what I see <laughs> in, in film footage. And I had this image of him at this stage being kind of a, a doddering old guy. Uh, and maybe he was, because we'll talk in a moment about his deposition. But in this instance, like he's hands-on and lucid and focused and directing the company. Yeah, I think that is I think that is right when it comes to what's in his newspapers, what's in the New York Post, for example. He loves his Wall Street Journal, but he's always been a little more distant from Fox News. And I would actually argue that that was the problem. Uh, so on election night, on election week, we all remember that week, Rupert and Lachlan did not intervene. They weren't messing with the projections. They truly actually leave the decision desk alone. And I have to say, as I reviewed all these Dominion documents for the book, I thought it was important to see that. That's actually a positive note for Fox. It's a good point to put on the board in Fox's favor. But then, in you know, November, in December, in January, as January 6th is approaching, this is when the Rupert, the, the Murdoch should be intervening. They should be trying to manage the network and trying to bring the network back to reality and have these lies stop spreading. And that's when Rupert and Lachlan don't do anything. That's when they just sit back and let the train crash. And, and I guess my argument would be the following. Media owners should not meddle in real news, but they should intervene when there are fake stories being spread, when there are lies being spread. And unfortunately, in this instance, they seem to not get involved when they should have. The nuttiest aspect of all of this, and I knew some of the elements, but you tell the full story in Network of Lies, is the wackadoodle email. The, the New York Post editorial comes out and Maria Bartiromo like, doesn't get the memo or chooses, I guess, to ignore the memo and right. in contradiction of the memo just puts on the most unfounded storyline that stems from this, this individual called Marlene Bourne. What am I talking about? Yes, and uh, I sort of use it as a cliffhanger in the book where you're like, where did this Dominion theory come from? Where did this idea come from? Because this was a shock actually to Dominion's lawyers. Everybody remembers that lawsuit. It was settled in April. But when Dominion was digging inside Fox's emails, trying to figure out where did they come up with this idea that we were these evildoers who were working with uh, Venezuela to stop the government, to stop the U.S. election and tip the scales to Biden, the Dominion lawyers are like, where did they come up with this stuff? So they search for the word Dominion inside Fox's emails, and they only find one email from before uh, that day when Maria started the smear. Well, only emails from a random woman in Minnesota named Marlene Bourne who says she picks up information standing in the grocery store checkout line, stuff like that. She admits her ideas are, quote, wackadoodle, and yet she sends this long, rambling email claiming that Dominion is at fault, claiming that Nancy Pelosi is at fault, making up all these accusations against people that are pretty easily fact-checkable. But instead of fact-checking, Maria Bartiromo just seems to read parts of that email live on the air. And you and I both know, Michael, and I was at CNN for a while. You're, you're there. I watch you every Saturday. If you or I did that, we would get hauled into the boss's office. If you or I read some random meme, like some BS-filled message on the air without any vetting, there would be, there would be follow-up. But at Fox, it seems like nobody... She claimed, the author, the Minnesota woman, claimed to be 
I'm reading from your book, Internally yeah. Decapitated. She described having visions. She said, the wind tells me I'm a ghost. And she said some things that were easily debunked, for example, that Roger Ailes and other owners of major U.S. media outlets secretly huddle most days to determine how best to portray Mr. Trump as badly as possible. <laughs> and, of course, Roger Ailes had died uh, about, uh, what, four years ago, three years ago at that point. You know, so even within this email, it was very clear that this was gobbledygook, this was kooky, but Maria Bartiromo Roma wanted to believe it, and her guest, Sidney Powell, wanted to believe it. You know, that's the key. They wanted to give the viewers false hope. So, well, Brian, can, you, after, can yeah. you get in her head, like Maria Bartiromo, you know, you could say a lot about her, but I think she's intelligent. I've always thought that she was intelligent. Did she know what she was doing? Was she looking for the ratings? Did she just so badly want to believe it? What? I think it was about self-preservation. And, and that involves ratings. Yes, she wanted to keep her viewers hooked onto her show. But self-preservation also in terms of her ego and her power. Um, when Donald Trump lost, people like Maria Bartiromo lost also, meaning her access to power, her ability to get the American president on the phone, her ability to say to the bosses, okay, you, you all don't like me at Fox, but at least I have the president's ear. Because that was a very real dynamic. We learned through some other lawsuits, the Abby Grossberg lawsuit that I read about in the book, that the Fox executives were pretty dismissive of Maria. They weren't, they, they, they weren't big fans of her. So she was able to kind of have sway, have power by having Trump. And I feel like when Trump lost, she lost too. So instead of accepting that loss, she turned to denialism. And that's what we've seen throughout the Republican Party, throughout parts of the party, uh, as, you know, in the last three years. Something I've never understood as an attorney, as a trial lawyer, as someone who handled defamation actions, I cannot yeah. understand why in this case Fox didn't settle sooner. They took the public beating when those summary judgment motions were filed. All of the laundry was out. You normally settle so that the dirty laundry doesn't come out. In this case, the laundry came out and then they wrote the enormous check. Yeah, it is very strange, and I get into that because I had a lot of fun interviewing the Dominion lawyers and reconstructing this. You know you know how the news cycle is. Something pops for a few days, and then the whole world moves on. So when you get to follow up a few months later, you can get a much more in-depth story and get much more you know, a detailed answer. I think, number one, Dominion didn't want to settle until this information was in the public record. The word settlement was described as a curse word uh, within Dominion and the legal team. They didn't want to talk about it until after they forced these emails on the record. And, and number two, Dominion didn't even know how strong their case really was, you know, because they had to file a lawsuit before they knew what was going on inside Fox, right? That's how it always works. You had to get the discovery process. So what they didn't realize was that, you know, there were all of these emails and text messages from Fox stars who didn't believe the stuff they were saying on TV. Uh, so once they had those messages, you know, it's amazing that Fox wasn't willing to write a bigger check sooner. But I think Lachlan and Rupert, they were stubborn, you know. They were stubborn. They didn't want to face this in the, you know, head on. And by the way, there's one other funny part of this, maybe not funny. Rupert Murdoch was in love again. He, he had fallen for this new woman. Uh, he, had, he had broken up with Jerry Hall the year before. He had just uh, fallen in love with this new lady. Um, he was about to engage and uh, propose to her. You know, it's so, like at the time when all this is coming to a head, Rupert Murdoch is, you know, off, you know, with the sixth love of his life, you know, who he then dumps like two weeks before the trial. I'm reading from. I don't know. I think maybe he was distracted. <laughs> well, to, to OK, to that point, I wondered if when he finally sits for deposition, if that's yeah. the wake up. And in Network of Lies, Brian Stelter writes. This is Book Club with Michael Smirconish from Sirius XM. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Alberts, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. 
That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM, Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. And in Network of Lies, Brian Stelter writes, Rupert seemed shell-shocked by Nelson's interrogation, which filled 33 entire pages of the court transcript. The self-professed newsman was either staggeringly oblivious or seriously ill-prepared. Talk to me about Rupert Murdoch under oath in this case. Yeah. And people debate this, you know, is it is it that he was playing dumb in the deposition or was he actually that dumb? Apologies, Rupert, if you're listening, but that's been the debate, you know. Is he just, is he losing it? Has he lost a step? It's honestly the conversation people have about President Biden. They're asking about Rupert Murdoch saying, is this guy all there? Well, I asked folks who were in the room and the impression I came away with was, yes, Rupert is all there. He's, he's sharp as a tack, uh, one person said to me, but... 
when he's in this deposition, he contradicts himself. He claimed, for example, he didn't know who Sidney Powell was. And then the lawyer holds up an email saying, well, here's you writing an email about Sidney Powell from 2020. So it was those sorts of moments that damaged his credibility. And eventually, by the end of the deposition, Rupert admits that some of his own employees endorsed the big lie. That was devastating uh, for, for Fox, well, but really helpful for Dominion. Okay, I'm toggling between – don't worry, I'm not giving it all away for free, but I, I need to oh, make uh, this point. <laughs> I'm toggling between page 321 and page 259. So yeah. I'll go to 321 first. On 321, you say, and yet in polling by the New York Times and Siena College, 91% of people who relied on Fox for information said they did not believe Trump had committed any serious crimes. So the people who are hanging on every word for the network, nine out of 10 of them, they're buying right. everything that they're getting. Meanwhile, right. under oath, page 259. Oh, I when, know where you're going. I when, like this. When, yes. the, when the big guy, when the big guy is under oath, Nelson used his extraordinary opportunity to get Rupert on the record about the former president. Do you yeah. believe Donald Trump was a sore loser? Yes. A mad egomaniac? Yes. You agree that the Republican Party is destroying itself on the altar of Trump? Yes. It's like Rupert knows it's all bullshit, right? And yet the people that he's feeding are accepting it. Rupert even says, if you were in 2023, if you still believe Trump won the 2020 election, you are, and this is his word, I'm sorry, crazy. And and yet the, the Fox base does at least, you know, uh, part part. Oh, my God. If only they read your book. If only they read if only they read your book. Um, Well, if only Rupert if only Rupert exercised a little bit of involvement at the network, not to censor, not to interfere, but to drag Fox more in a reality based direction. Okay, one last thing for Brian Stelter. And otherwise, I'll feel like I I did give away too much. But uh, you go into this in detail. Give me the give me the CliffsNote version. When all was said and done, why was Tucker Carlson fired? By the way, I hope all your listeners notice you actually read the book. You yeah, know, most people, most interviewers, they don't read the book. That's the truth, everybody. But but here you are. Thank you, Smirconis. Sure. Uh, why was Tucker fired? It wasn't one thing. It was everything. I, I, there were so many reasons I had to make a bullet pointed list and put it in the back of this book because uh, Tucker Carlson, you know, it was like a bad breakup. He had. He had offended so many people. He had said so many things. He had written so many insulting messages. And for a long time, the Murdochs looked the other way. Maybe they liked the ratings. Maybe they thought he was charming. But he was out there claiming he was invincible, claiming he was irreplaceable when he wasn't. And so eventually, you know, one day, Lachlan Murdoch decided this headache is not worth it anymore. And honestly, the audience has mostly come back and stuck with Fox. I know Tucker's out there, you know, traveling the world, making videos on X. We'll see what he does in the future. I would never count him out, but I think it's going to well, be very hard for him to regain his stature. I got to say that that is my conclusion is the parts when all is said and done are interchangeable. Bill O'Reilly, Megan Kelly, Tucker Carlson. I'm probably f- forgetting some people, but as big as they get on that network, like they can replace you and it'll be fine. And- Maybe that's because, you know, it's the, it's the word network in, in Network of Lies. It, it is about this machinery that goes on no matter what, telling people what they want to believe, and in this case, giving false hope about an election. Now, let's hope that they do a little better in 2024. Brian, good luck. The book is called Network of Lies. It's really great, really insightful. For those who listen to this program and are interested in, in the whole backstory of what was playing out in the aftermath of that campaign, they'll love it. Thank you. Love you, Michael. Thank you. That's Brian Stelter, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, wow. Incredible, huh? Wow is right. I, I mean, I, you said it best. Like, it, it, they're replaceable. And it's just you got to say what the, the, the 
party line is and off you go. How about the idea that in the discovery process, which is when the lawyers for Dominion now get access to this treasure trove of email from Fox, Mm -hmm. they insert their name in a search engine, Dominion. They go looking like, where did we, how did we get into this? Right. And it leads them to the wackadoodle email. And this random woman in Minnesota uh, has had has sent this email that ends up in the hands of of the people at Fox and and they run with it even though it is just it's loony yeah it's loony and that was the origin Did of it they know and ninety one percent of the audience walks around believing it and Rupert Murdoch knows it's BS that's the takeaway. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.